Welcome to the Beyond Rich Podcast, where we talk about all of those turning point moments that changed everything and the mindset it took to get there. Welcome back to the Beyond Rich Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Lemus. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I know it's been a bit since I've recorded. Man, I've been on a journey. We spent a a month in Mexico and then... I went to Hawaii. My little sister had her first baby. Shout out to my baby niece, Aurelia. It was such a great time. And I was there with my mom and my sister's husband and their baby. It was just like so amazing. Today's episode, I it's crazy. So I posted six options and it was like the answers were all over the board. So I'm going to give you all six. So you're going to get them all eventually. We're going to start today with what I would do if I were starting a business in 2023. So here's some thoughts. Really interesting. I just had lunch today with one of the top commercial brokers in our state. He's had a 30-year-plus career, sold hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in investment real estate, and we were having lunch, and I said, hey, you know, what's the secret? You know, what's your success secret? And he said, it's about people. Everything has to do with people and taking really good care of people in a world that is transactional. And I thought, wow, that is so good because in this world, he goes, I'm not like this younger generation that... I don't think that you can build a culture off of Zoom or a culture online. I think people need to do more of this, sitting down and breaking bread together, getting face-to-face, and really building a relationship. And I think when starting a business, it's you got to think of yourself as a farmer, and you're out there and you're planting seeds. You don't know which ones are going to germinate into long, long-lasting, fruitful relationships. But there's a couple things that you can do to set yourself up for success. So let's talk about those. First of all, I think that people, I think social media is an amazing way to get your name out there, but I don't think people use it in the right way. Let me explain. I think a ton of coaches and and people out there say like, oh, just go ahead and, you know, post a video every day or post content all the time, provide value. I think that that's super hard when you're going from having no followers or no following or anything and you're just out there saying like, hey, listen to me. Hey, listen to me. Hey, listen to me. People, it's it's difficult to get found. It's difficult to go viral. It's difficult to get your stuff shared. There's so much noise. So I would do the uncommon thing and I would sit down with people face to face and have coffee meetings. I would literally like find my best coffee shop my, my favorite drink, you don't want to drink too much coffee because otherwise you'll come off looking crazy and have back-to-back meetings with people that you feel that could either know your ideal client or are your ideal client and just get to know them on a personal level. So in sales, it's funny because we have a sales team in our business and I'm always the type of person that I'm like, okay, so here's our product. We're Here's our service. Here's what we do. We are amazing. Do you want to sign up? Like, when are you going to transfer and have us manage your assets? Or, you know, when are you going to buy a building? Like, I have no chill. I'm way too aggressive, forceful, and blunt. And what I've learned is to back it up, to be, I mean, I say I've learned this, but really just the other day I went, I was at Tavola also known as, a, I don't know how other people say it, but that's how I say it. Atavala, it's a buffet lunch place. So good. And I, I ran into this gal and I 
not that I was trying to sell her anything, but I was telling her about a about a group that I'm in. I'm an entrepreneurs organization, aka EO. It's for entrepreneurs with a million in revenue or more. And anyways, I was like, oh my gosh, you'd be a great a great person to join the EO community. And but she didn't know me, so I hadn't built trust yet. I didn't build any trust, and I just went right in for like the sell. So that's a story on what not to do. So you definitely want to build trust. And you only can do that, really. I don't think a DM is going to get you to build trust. I think trust is built slowly, and it's built through vulnerability, and it's built through face-to-face interactions. That's at least my belief. Of course, there's people out there that have done millions in sales and funnels and things like that. That's not my niche. I'm more about sustainable, repeatable business. So I would write a list of the type of people that know my target, my target client, and or are my target client, and I would just invite them to coffee and say, hey, I just want to get to know you and ask them questions. The number one thing that people can do wrong is talk all about themselves, what they do, why they started their business, why they're amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then the other person is like, wait, I didn't tell you anything about me. And then they walk away feeling super drained because they just listened to you talk about you for the last 30 minutes. So go in, know the person, study them before, see what they like, what they've been involved in, and ask them questions. Be genuinely curious about their life. See if there are any problems or things that they're dealing with that you might have a solution for that relates to your business. I think the other way to really build a deep relationship with someone and gain trust quickly is to try to give them a referral of something. So throughout every conversation, I just kind of do this naturally because it's just how I'm wired. But when I meet someone and they're saying, you know, I am looking to, I don't know, remodel my house, I might think, oh, gosh, maybe I can refer you to my friend who is a contractor remodeler or, you know, I'm looking for a brand photographer. Okay, well, then I'm going to connect them with my friend who's a brand photographer. So be of value and that will build trust. The other thing that I did when I launched, so a few years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to go all in on this coaching thing. I'm going to launch and become a one-on-one coach. I'm going to have a mastermind. I'm going to have a membership. Oh my goodness, I did it all in one year. It was kind of crazy and uh, scaled it up. It was great fun, had a lot of amazing clients. It was an awesome time. The thing that I did was my husband and I were talking about this and we were like, okay, how are we going to launch this quickly? And he goes, you got to give people a taste of what you can do for free or heavily discounted. And some coaches breach against this, but it's worked for me tremendously. So example, when we were launching the one-on-one coaching that I, that I was offering at that time, I remember I went on stories and I said, I can tell you how to increase your business, your top line revenue by 20% in one year. And anyone who wants a free consultation, I will tell you exactly what to do for your business. And we're going to have a one-on-one and it's completely free. I just want to give you this framework and get to know you. And the first, and you have to have scarcity with these offers. So scarcity and urgency, that's a huge, those are two huge aspects to getting people to sign up for these things. Because if it's ongoing, then it loses its like punch. So I think I said like by the end of the week, I have 15 spots and once they're gone, they're gone. Or maybe I had five spots. You know what? That was it. I said I had five spots, but then I ended up actually doing 15 because... 
why would I want to limit it, right? So that was an amazing experience. And I ended up having these coffee meetings with these 15 different people. And from there, of course, some of them signed up, some of them didn't. But what I did was I got my name out there. The other thing that I did was give your product, like get get your name out there by talking in groups. So like for me, I started DMing a bunch of people that had small networking groups. And I said, hey, I would love to give a talk, give a presentation. Obviously, this is to build coaching and, and my audience was small business owners. So that was perfect. And did I charge for the talks? No, because I was getting in front of my target audience and it was worth it to me. So maybe you're not trying to build a coaching business. Maybe you're a carpet layer or epoxy or you're a remodeler or you have a branding agency or I don't know. There could, this could literally apply anywhere. Going out and going to networking groups and putting yourself out there in a physical way. I know this world is so, it's so easy to just put content and, and hide behind a screen, but I really do know and believe that the people who get face-to-face time are the ones that are remembered and the ones that are differentiated from their competition. So sign up for as many groups as you can, get to know as many people as you can, because you never know, maybe they're the person in front of you, maybe they're not your target client, but maybe they know someone who is in need of your product or service. And it really only does just take one because truly when I was also getting started in commercial real estate sales, this is insane. You guys, I met one person and this one person ended up doing a few million dollars of sales with me and hired us as a property manager and referred us to two of his friends. And so it was like, Sometimes just that one person can be a pivotal person in your in your journey to really bring a lot of prosperity and abundance to your life. So don't discount it. Don't discount like small beginnings. Don't discount the work that you're putting in. Remember, think about the farmer. Again, farmers don't see their seeds actually bloom or come to a harvest for months. And I will never forget the conversation that I had early, early on when I was actively prospecting for a property management company back, I don't know, this is like 10 years ago, it had been, I think, six months and I had been actively cold calling off of my list of property owners every single day. I'm not saying this was the best strategy. That was just the strategy that I had at the time. And I remember telling my coach, Ashley, Ashley, I'm going to quit. Like, this is so hard. I'm not getting people calling me back. It's so difficult. And she said, here's the difference between people who are successful and people who are not. People who are successful stay in the game even when they don't see results. They might change strategy, they might try new things, but they do not quit. People who are unsuccessful, people that give up, are the ones that get tired, they're the ones that get weary, they're the ones that have their mindset saying this will never work, right? So persistence perseverance and stick to it stick to it how do you say that stick to it and I don't know there's a word about stick to itness I think that might be it stick to it yeah so those are the people that are going to overcome and in order to get to the other side and see those seeds bloom they're going to need time they're going to need persistence and they're going to need consistent action and obviously not giving up so 
To recap, I would get in as many networking groups as possible. I would have as many one-to-one coffee or whatever dates as I could with people who actively have a connection with my ideal client or who are my ideal client. During those coffee dates, my only goal, first of all, I would time them. I would make sure that I only did 15 to 30 minutes max because those can go super long. You have to have an exit. Otherwise, you're going to get sucked in and it's going to be horrible. So 15 15 to 30 minutes and ask them questions and see if you can provide them value in some aspect, whether it's a referral, a book recommendation, or something. That is your goal is to leave them better, is to give, give, give. The other thing is don't be afraid to give a little taste of your product or service at a discount to the right audience in a select quantity so that you can get your name out there. And then the third one is to speak in front of as many people as possible. Really, truly getting a business off the ground is about quantity. It's so about quantity. It's about the number of people you can talk to, right? If you only talk, I just think it's so funny sometimes when you're like, okay, so you're starting a new business. You know, how many people have you, like you're a brand new real estate agent. You know, how many conversations have you had about buying and selling houses in the last week? And they're like, well, two. And then you're like, oh, well, how did it go? You know, well, I don't have any, you know, no one's out shopping or I don't have any listings. And you're just like, it's a quantity game. Like this is literally a quantity game. Driving revenue in your business is a quantity game. The person who does the most wins. And the other mindset thing I just want to leave you with is when you're starting a business, it takes so much energy. Think about the energy that it takes to like get a plane from completely stationary to flying in the air. It's a massive amount of propulsion. But once it's in the air, they say things that are in motion stay in motion. It's a lot easier to get it to stay stay in the air, stay aflight, right? So Tell yourself that you're going to go all in and like completely focused, talking to as many people, planting as many seeds, post, you can post on social media, but don't just, don't just do it with no strategy or like D, you know, I think the social media is so interesting because, sorry, I'm like going on to another tangent now, but anyways, once you get it in the air, it becomes a lot easier. So I'm also just want to encourage you, this hard part does not last forever. So don't give up. Okay. Keep going. Keep planting the seeds. Keep having the conversations. Keep going to those networking groups. Keep getting your product or service out there. Okay. So that is necessary. You must not give up. So what I was going to say about social media is that I think There's just so much blanket advice like, oh, content, 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 content. I really don't think that that's good advice because at the end of the day, there's so much noise on social media. So here's what I want to say about social media. Example, this is literally something I did last night that I was like, oh, this is a good nugget. I'm going to share this on the podcast. So we are launching a new business. So it's it kind of seems like a new business, but it's not. Okay. So we own a building in the West End of downtown and we are remodeling it and we are creating salon suites. So it's basically beauty or wellness providers are going to join our crew and they're going to lease their own individual suites for it could be hair, nails, lashes, massage, many, many different things. All right. So 
I could have posted about it on my socials and been like, guys, we're launching this. This is going to be so great. Guys, do you know anyone that does hair or nails or this or that? But I'm like, no, that's noise, right? That's just noise. Like people would be like, oh, cool, swiping. But engaging people into a decision-making process, people love to be engaged in a decision-making process or to give their, giving their feedback, giving their thoughts, being involved. So I went to where my target audience would be. And there's this Facebook group that's super awesome. Boise Business Babes, a shout out. Shout out to that group. It's so good. So there's like thousands of gals in there. And I posted two different, I said, hey, we're launching these salon suites. I have two different design concepts. I would love your feedback. P.S. So P.S. is such a powerful statement because it's like, hey, by the way, you know, it's not the main thing. If I were to come out guns a blazing with the main thing of like, hey, do you want to lease a suite? We're going to have this. We're going to have that. Nobody likes to feel sold. Nobody wants to feel like it's getting shoved down their throat. People want to feel dated. They want to feel seduced or engaged or they don't want to know that they're being sold in a sense, you know? So I said, do you like desert boho vibes or do you like tropical Gucci princess? Obviously, we know the answer. It's tropical Gucci princess. Hello. So I had all of this engagement on the post, right? Like, oh, I like boho and this is why. I like tropical Gucci. This is why. But the most important and the reason I did the post was for the PS. PS, if you want to be on the wait list for our suites when they open up, DM me your email address. You guys, I think, and the post hasn't even been up 24 hours. I think I already got 10 DMs of people saying like, oh my gosh, I love this. Yes, put me on the list, put me on the list, put me on the list. So that is another strategy, right? Like, I just want you to contrast that. That was specific. It was like, it actually got amazing results versus just posting on my Natalie. I didn't even post that on my Natalie Lemus like Instagram or Facebook page. Why? Because I don't have that many followers that are in the beauty industry. Obviously, I think that's gonna change, but I went to where they are. One of my coaches once said, don't get, no, don't lead a cat to milk. Go find the milk and there the cats will be. I don't know. That sounded, it sounded so much better when he told it to me. But anyways, I found where my ideal client already is existing and they're in this group. And so I engage with them with a cool question. They were, they would love to give their opinion. I, I want their opinion and Boom. So do not please just like shout from the rooftops from your (laughs) Facebook and your Instagram and without getting results because it's exhausting. It is so exhausting. And I just think it's a lot of waste of time. So get out there, meet your people face to face or have a more targeted social media. I'm not trying to say a more targeted social media strategy. All right, guys. Okay, so those are some tid- tidbits. Those are some things on the mindset side. I just got to give a shout out to God <laughs> because also starting a business is so hard and it takes so much faith. So that is definitely required as well for the entrepreneurship journey. Okay, thanks guys. Talk soon. 